Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 660. How to Raise Critical Thinkers in a World that Desperately Needs Them, by Carrie Williams Howe with Gottman.com. Hello, everybody. I am your personal narrator, Greg Audino. Welcome to my show where I narrate relationship content for you each day from Monday to Friday. If you're new here, parenting posts are usually scheduled towards the end of the week, and during the rest of the time, anything goes. Uh, If you're new, you're probably also unaware that I am also the host of OLD's Optimal Living Advice podcast. I am a life coach and an advice columnist, and on that show, we take questions from listeners and I answer them for everybody. So uh, go ahead and check us out. And please feel free to email us with your own concern uh, that you'd like help with if you have one. You can email us with any question at advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com. We would love to hear from you and feature your question on one of our episodes. You'll become famous. Hey. Uh, Today, I am sharing a post from the Gottman Institute, a post on why it's vital to encourage the skill of critical thinking in your kids. And if you'd like more helpful and inspirational life tips like the ones we'll talk about today, be sure to sign up to our mailing list at oldpodcast.com. As you can probably tell, we have all sorts of resources there for you. Enough of that, though. We are going to get into this post, and we are going to start optimizing your life. How to Raise Critical Thinkers in a World that Desperately Needs Them by Carrie Williams Howe with Gottman.com Our world is facing a lot of challenges, with even more coming. We need citizens and leaders who question things that are presented as fact, who ask critical and thoughtful questions of their leaders, and who think carefully about how they make decisions that impact their own and others' lives. In short, this world is in desperate need of strong critical thinkers. As a doctoral student, I spent four years studying college student and adult development, with a focus on whether innovative teaching and learning strategies were helping to foster critical thinking skills. I came to passionately believe that critical thinking skills are some of the most important skills we can emphasize in higher education. But as a parent, I became passionate about starting well before college. Learning to think critically and to make decisions based on those thinking skills is a lifelong pursuit. Even traditional-aged 18- to 24-year-old college students do not always possess the complex analytical skills that allow them to balance their own needs with the needs of others or to analyze the extent to which an expert's perspectives are well-informed. We can't expect our young kids to achieve these skills right away either, but we can plant the seeds that will help them to be prepared for complex thinking as they grow older. In my studies, I found that critical thinking skills are developed when four conditions are in place. Number one, The individual needs to feel that their contribution to knowledge development is welcomed within an environment of trust. Number two, learning experiences need to offer both challenges and support. Number three, development often emerges from unexpected or new experiences in which a person needs supported time to reflect and process. Number four, 
educational experiences need to support both intellectual and emotional growth of the individual. So, how can we translate these conditions to our role as parents? Create an environment of trust in which your kids feel that their opinions are welcome. By asking your children to contribute to family discussions, you're helping them learn how to ask respectful questions of those in authority, like their doctors or teachers, and encouraging them to ask questions even if they worry that their questions are silly. We can listen closely to their questions, stop what we are doing to engage in the conversation, compliment them on their curiosity, and let them know that we appreciate how hard they're thinking. Instead of simply telling our children that their conclusions are wrong, We can ask them if they have considered alternative interpretations, or we can tell them what we think about when we make conclusions. Offer challenges and support as your children navigate complicated concepts. One way to do this is by selectively utilizing the Socratic method. While sometimes our children just want an answer from us, there are other times when they benefit from answering a question with a question. When my six-year-old asks, why don't you let me use toy guns? I could launch into a complicated political discussion about my feelings on gun control, or I could ask him to speculate on why he thinks I have that rule. His speculation, in turn, helps me understand how complex his thinking is on the topic before I choose my own words. I challenge him to answer his own question, but also support him to figure it out as the conversation continues. Thus, I am also helping him learn that he has the right and responsibility to try to answer his own questions and formulate his own opinions. If he later wants to argue a different perspective, I can respectfully enter into that conversation even though I will sometimes have the last word. Expose your children to unexpected and new experiences. Bring your children into the world with you at whatever level is appropriate. I take my child with me to vote and talk to him about why I am choosing certain candidates without getting into confusing or even scary conversations about terrorism or healthcare debates. In order to help him learn how to process these experiences, I try to model critical thinking by walking him through some of my own decision-making, without overcomplicating things or talking for so long that he gets distracted and stops listening. We can also expose our children to new experiences by going out of our way to ensure that they are engaged with diverse perspectives in our communities and our daily lives. Living in a predominantly white community means that my child is not often exposed to children or families of color. Thus, I spend time thinking about diversity as it is represented in other sources of input, like books or media. When my child has questions about people who are different from him, I do not aspire to the old colorblind perspective. If my child notices that there is a person of color or a person with a disability or a transgender person and is unsure how to talk about it, I try to help him explore his questions and choose respectful language. I don't say, shh, don't talk about it. Support the intellectual and emotional growth of your children in the critical thinking sense. Realize that engaging in critical thinking and the discussions that go along with it can be emotionally draining. While it's important to ask our children good questions and to challenge them to come up with their own answers, there are times when they are going to be too tired or overwhelmed to do so. We can observe our children and be sensitive to their emotions, and sometimes simply help them to find a resolution that works for the time being. Likewise, when a topic arises that is intellectually complex, but also emotionally challenging, we can help them to name the emotions that are coming up for them. Are you feeling confused, honey? It's okay if you want to take a break from this conversation and come back to it later. 
we can also model observation and acknowledgement of our feelings. Isn't it hard to understand this idea? I sometimes can't make up my own mind how I feel about it. That can be frustrating, but I know I don't have to make this decision right away, so that helps me. And lastly, we can help them develop the ability to understand others' emotions, a highly important component of critical thinking, by engaging with them in discussions about putting themselves in someone else's shoes. I know it seems like it doesn't cause much harm to pick an apple from someone else's tree, but how would you feel if you looked out our window and saw someone picking from our tree? As my children grow older, I hope to translate these lessons into more complex situations. I want to teach them things like the danger of a single story or the ways that politicians or media can twist statistics to serve their own purposes. I want dinner table conversations to equip them with the skills to engage in respectful dialogue with others even when we disagree. When they go to college, if they so choose, I want them to be the students who are already equipped to make the most of their classroom and real-world learning, the ones who ask questions that even the professor can't answer and who come up with new ways of interpreting even the most accepted theoretical concepts. If we can succeed in raising these kinds of children, just think about the potential for innovation and leadership for generations to come. You just listened to the post titled, How to Raise Critical Thinkers in a World that Desperately Needs Them, by Carrie Williams Howe with Gottman.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Really, really wonderful work here from Carrie. I appreciated this read a lot. So often it's, it's easy for parents to not only underestimate their children's cognitive abilities, but also to want to hide them from the bad in the world. It's very tempting to want to glaze over complicating conversations or topics with children, but A great skill parents can practice is the rhetorical skill that comes with encouraging kids to reflect on certain things using language in a way that they understand. Children aren't incapable of thinking about such things. They just just need the information to be presented to them with structure and awareness. And this is one of the best gifts, the best gifts that a parent can give to make their children more aware of themselves and, of course, uh, more aware of the world around them. And with that, I am going to go ahead and wrap up today's episode, going to wrap up the week. Have a fun and fulfilling weekend, and I will see you right back here next week with more exciting content where your optimal life awaits.